listening to the Nonstop Mom podcast, where you'll gain scriptural insight that will help you effectively raise next generation leaders. Here's your host, Carolyn Shuttlesworth. Hey, ladies, welcome to Nonstop Mom. This is Carolyn Shuttlesworth. Thanks again for listening. If you are not a part of the Nonstop Mom group on Facebook, I completely encourage you to be a part of it. It is a wonderful time right now. We've got about 1,300 women that have joined it. It's a private group, so make sure if you like the Facebook page, you go to the top and click join group so you can be a part of it. I do things on the Facebook page, but I do a lot more in the group. I just gave away a Starbucks gift card the other week just to say, hey, listen, you guys go out and get something for yourself. Treat yourself. You've had a good week. Um, I do Facebook Lives on there. I just did an awesome Facebook uh, nonstop mom party where I just gave away and I'm not selling anything to you guys. (laughs) So, but just to be an encouragement, Uh, So, you know, make sure you're a part of that. On Instagram, you can find me for Carolyn Shuttlesworth. I love to hear from you. Keep the questions coming in. Let me know if um, there's anything you want to hear for a podcast, for a Facebook Live. Uh, Thinking of maybe doing some question and answers, Facebook Live coming up soon on Nonstop Mom. But I would love to hear from you. You know, just as you write me saying I encourage you, writing in and letting me know your feedback really encourages me. So it definitely is a cycle there. So thank you so much. So this week I'm going to be getting into, uh, you know, this week is, is regarding, well, I guess you could do it regarding your boyfriend too, but actually this is more towards your spouse. So if you're listening to this podcast and you think, a couple things. Oh, she's talking about marriage and oh, her title is called Nonstop Mom. You don't have to be married to listen to my podcast. You don't have to be a mom that listens to my podcast. I have lots of people that write in that aren't, that are single, that are younger, that aren't even dating. Uh, I've got ones that aren't moms, you know, so I have all over and my podcasts do go for a lot of different things. So if you check out the titles, you'll realize that Not all of them are geared specifically for moms, but I did start Nonstop Mom with the heart of it because I feel like society just puts a heavy blanket on moms and how they're supposed to be. If they're not doing it this way, they're a failure or, you know, you can't control your kids. You're not allowed to have a peaceful home. You're going to have to give up something. Your marriage is going to have to suck in order for you to have a good relationship with your kids or vice versa. And it's total crap. I'm just going to say say it. That is just garbage. I, you know, when you really get into the word of God and realize that he's made you for this job, he's made you to be able to carry and balance and do everything. He's made you to have great faith and not let your compassion water it down. He's made you for these things. He's called you to be a mom. He didn't tell us to be fruitful and multiply and and know that he created women to not handle it. So you can have your cake, you can eat it too, you can relax, kick your feet up and realize that using the word of God and applying it to your situation, applying it to your marriage and your kids and your home and your personal walk that you can have everything successful. I know this world always feels like you have to give something up, but it's not true. 
So that is exactly what my podcasts are, exactly what my group is, to let you know that you can have it all and it can all work out. It can all work out. There is hope for everything. Nobody has gone too far from Christ. Nobody has gone too far from a situation that it cannot be restored. So anyway, to get into this week's podcast, um, I got a good good question the other day because I really understand it because I go through it a lot. And just to be, you know, transparent with you guys in this broadcast, but, you know, I can give it a good example of, of it happening with Ted and I. So really, the question was, how do you support your husband's um, outlets? You know, like he's, he's really busy. He works a lot. He's got a lot going on. And then when he comes home, he's got hobbies. He's got things he likes to do. How do you support them without feeling jealous or annoyed or pushed to the side because he has been busy and now you're just like waiting for him to be with you, waiting for, you know, him to just sit and do everything with you. And, you know, I've realized over the years, you know, I've been married for about 14 years now coming up, and that is a feeling that you do feel. I I have to admit, sometimes after 14 years, I get like that because I've been home for two weeks, Ted's been traveling, he comes home, and then he wants to go off and do something. He goes in his office, and if anyone who knows my husband, he's masterful at the piano, masterful at making music, production, Um, so we have to realize as wives, you know, I have to see that gift in him. Now, not everything he does as an outlet, he's gifted in. (laughs) If he ever hears this podcast, for example, he likes golf. He likes golf. It's a hobby of his. He goes out and will play golf when he is home off the road. Is he gifted in golf? Um, I don't think so. That's just my humble opinion. (laughs) Uh, He's good at it. He's not terrible. He can play well and he gets a, a low score, which in golf is good if you don't know anything about golf. So he does get a low score. Um, as far as gifted, uh, no, but it is an outlet that he likes to have. It is a hobby he likes to have. You know, he's he's got many hobbies. He's a smart man. And I have to realize that I have to let him have those outlets. I have to let him go do those things without me getting upset and holding resentment or being upset about it. And I've learned over the years how to handle how to handle that. Um so just a couple things in this podcast. It's it's not going to be a very you know long past podcast. It's not some super uh, deep spiritual answer, but we have to understand their gift. Some of those hobbies is because of a gift that God's put inside of them. So Ted's music when when he takes the time and goes in his office and he's there for a while and he's doing music production and he's recording and he's you know, learning different things on the piano. I have to realize God's God's put that in him. God's birthed that gift inside of him. And he needs to go in there and have that as an outlet to go do. And not only does it 
you know, turn out well and he has great production skills. It's actually honoring the Lord. His gift when he when he's in there playing, you know, not everything he's playing is Christian music. But he's using his talents that God's given to him. You know, when I say I don't mean like, you know, he's in there listening to bad music. I mean like he's doing production. He's putting beats together. He's got tons of pianos, guitars, he's got synthesizers. He sits in there and he sits there and records for a long time. And so God's given that to him. And by using his gift, it's honoring the Lord, believe it or not. It's it's honoring the Lord to to not be wasted in what God's provided to him. And there are times where I have to be like, what is going on? Like He's been gone off the road. I just made dinner. You know, I'm being transparent with you. I have all these real thoughts that I talk to you guys on, but I've had to learn to become a mature woman and a mature woman in God and realize that, you know, sure, dinner's over. I'm cleaning up. Where'd Ted go? Well, I could find him. I just listened for the music. (laughs) And I listen for the sounds and I can know where to find them. So I've had to realize that I need to find out what, you know, what that gift is and let him use it. Let him, you know, do what he's called to do with it. Of course, there's proper biblical order. It's God, our spouse, children, work, hobbies, so we have to, if our husband is doing hobbies and, and outlets that seem to be too much. See, you know, I feel like communication, uh, we as women are really good at communicating. And I will say as women, we're really good at not communicating. I think we can do both really good, communicating and not communicating. Some of us communicate too much. We talk too much. We nag too much. We got too much to say. So our communication skills can start to, (laughs) we can turn that down a little bit. But then on the other hand, I think we can be really bad at not communicating. I think we can hold it in. I think we don't say anything. I think we think more in our mind. We will play out a scenario. We'll have a whole conversation in our head and realize that we never invited our husband to that conversation in our head And then we either don't say anything, we have a nasty attitude, we don't say anything, or we start feeling bad or jealous about what our husband is doing, and then it changes our demeanor. We don't say anything, and then later up we blow up to our husband, and he is completely like a deer in headlights because he wasn't even invited to the conversation in our head. You know, like, (laughs) I think about it, because these are all scenarios that I've had before you know, in a young marriage before, you know, Ted and I really learned to apply (laughs) the word of God and fix some things in our own lives and fix ourselves um, to have a good marriage. But, you know, we have to be good in the middle of the word communication because it's either always two ends. We're really bad at it or we're, we're too much. We say too much. Things get said too much. And it's not right. So we have to really balance our communication. But if there's stuff and outlets and hobbies that your husband um, is off doing that's becoming too much, like he's not there for the family anymore, 
it it's it's become more than just he went off to go do something here and there and you're feeling a little bit lonely for the day it's become overwhelmingly where he's never around then then it's then i would say something then i would come to him and i don't mean come to him you know like let me tell you something you know with an attitude it's let's talk this is how i've been feeling this is how it looks this is you know if you're married with kids you know you, you know honey you're not you're doing all this stuff so much but you're taking away time from the family you know can you be doing this with so and so more? Can you do this with the kids a little bit more? Maybe schedule it so it's not just thrown upon us. Maybe if you're going to go play golf or you're going to go bowling or you're going to go do something, you know, with a friend. Uh, it's okay for your husband to have friends, you know, guy friends, obviously. They're not going to go out and have friends that are girls. That would be, you know, a recipe for disaster. So and if your husband's have friends that are girls or best friends that are girls that go and hang out, I'd be a really wise woman and nip that in the bud. <laughs> but it's okay for your husband to have friends. When they get married, they're not supposed to lose their friends, and you're the only person in their entire life. It's okay for your husband to have friends, to go out and enjoy himself. It's absolutely okay. So as I was saying, if they're, if it's taking all the time from the family, then it's a good time to have a communication about it. Let him know how you feel. Let him know how you feel, but do it in a right way, in a good tone. Don't come at him because you've had the conversation in your head for the last three days. He's not, you're just, you're just going to make things worse. Come at him and talk to him. So the first thing was understanding their gift. Some of their stuff is truly a gift that's been provided to them that they're using, a talent that they have. Let them use their gift. Um, communication. Got to talk about it, ladies. We have to talk about it. Let's talk about it. We're really good at talking to our girlfriends about situations in our own marriage, but that's not right. We need to learn to have a good conversation and a good communication skills with our husband. Second, take the time when they're doing their stuff as a personal time for yourself. I mean, I know that I still want alone time and it has nothing to do with I don't like my kids. I'm tired. You know, I can't stand when I hear parents say stuff about their kids like they need a break from them all the time yes listen to previous podcasts self-care you do have to have a break from your kids but it's got to be in the right attitude it's not because you're like disliking your kids it's just because we need our own personal time we need to focus on ourselves sometimes so when, you know, if there's outlets that your husband wants to do during those times, take the opportunity to not wallow in feeling bad, like, I just want to be with him always. He's the love of my life. <laughs> you know, of course we want to be with our husband. Of course we want to be with the one we love. Of course we want to cuddle and have all that attention and intimate relationship. And there is time for all of it. 
But the times that he is off doing something, an outlet, a hobby, a breather, we all need some space. We all need it. Nothing is wrong with it. Encourage him to go out. And during that time, make time for yourself. What, whatever you want to do. If he's going to play golf, go get your nails done. You know, the worst thing you could do is he goes, plays golf, and you sit home and you're like, I just don't understand why he's going out when he could be with me and we could be on a date day. Don't be like that. Just go do something for yourself. Go to Barnes & Noble. I love Barnes & Noble. My kids love Barnes & Noble. It's quiet. It's nice. Grab a coffee, sit, read a book you wouldn't normally read. <laughs> you know, go see a movie. If there are movies that he just will not go see with you, your husband's not into comedies, romantic movies, whatever, go see it. You don't have to go see a romantic movie just with your husband holding hands. You know, I, I get all of it, how it could make it special, but do something by yourself. It's okay to do stuff by yourself. Take personal time for yourself. You know, even if you don't go somewhere. Sometimes when um, Ted is off, you know, in his office with the door shut, recording music and doing stuff, that's when I kind of, you know, I'll either grab a board game and play with the kids or, you know, I do homeschool, so I've been with them all day giving them my attention and this is kind of their downtime too, and they're watching a little show before bed or something. What do I do? This is my this is my quiet time. I go take a hot shower. I'll paint my nails if I need to paint my nails. Maybe I'll read something. Maybe I'll just sit and relax. Maybe I'll just you know I don't know clean out a closet. I, whatever it is, it's just my alone time. Learn that when they're off doing their stuff. You take your personal time and then meet back up. Or, you know, he wants to go play a video game. All right, he's a grown man that likes video games. Who cares? Video games are for everybody. I'm just letting that out of the bag. The cat's out of the bag. Video games are for all ages. And if your husband still likes to play video games, don't be mad at him. Don't call him immature. Don't be upset with it. Video games are not just geared for little kids. Let him play a video game. Just say, hey, listen, how long does that game take that you're playing? Maybe they're playing a sports game or whatever. All right, it takes 45 minutes to play the soccer game. All right, so in 45 minutes, let's meet back up and start a movie, you know, when the kids go to bed. Something like that. Work on, you know, work it out. Let them do their stuff and you do your stuff. Everybody needs space and it's not bad, I know. Sometimes we get that terrible picture in our mind, space, we need to take a break from each other. But it's been said bad for so long that when you say it, it feels wrong to be like, I need a break. It's not necessarily a break. It's just, you know, not everybody has the same interests. I do have to go paint my nails so I can look, you know, somewhat decent when I go out. Ted, on the other hand, does not paint his nails. So I'm not going to ask Ted to go with me to go do stuff like that. You get it? So there's stuff that he wants to do that he doesn't that he doesn't ask me to go, and that's fine. He's never once asked me to go play golf. 
Never once. I could do it. I could hit a ball. I've been to the driving range. He's never once asked me. And I've never once been offended because he goes off with his friends or by himself to go play a round of golf. Everyone needs that personal time. It doesn't mean he loves me less. It doesn't mean he's wondering why he married me. It's just something he wants to do by himself. And that's fine. There's stuff I want to do by myself. (laughs) So don't take it in a bad way. Let your husband have an outlet. And not only let him have an outlet, figure out what kind of outlet you can have as well. And then, like I said, arrange a time. Hey, Ted, how long do you think you're going to be in the office recording music? Um, I don't know. Can you give me an hour? Sure. Great. Okay. So then in an hour, I know that then we can have our time together or it's something we can do. So make sure you take your personal space and personal time as well. And you can always take a little interest. That's the last thing I'm going to talk about. You don't have to, but you can always take a little interest in what they're doing. You know, you can, if, if you want to go play tennis or golf or come, some kind of sport you're doing, you can ask them, you know, to take it up or, hey, can you show me? And then you guys can go to the driving range together. I'm just using golf probably because I'm in Florida and everybody golfs and that's just what we do down here, golf and tennis. So it's just the example I'm giving. But whatever their outlet is, you know, you might not play video games, but you could be like, hey, can I play a round of football or soccer with you? You know, if that's something you really want to do, you can always take take an interest. I, this is how I take an interest in what my husband does because Ted plays video games. He loves to play soccer on video games. Um, Ted plays music. Ted plays golf. You know, there's three examples right there of outlets and hobbies he likes to do. Me, I don't have an interest in learning um, all the stuff on the laptop that makes music and all the instruments and what goes what. I love to listen to what he comes up with. I'll go in there and I'll listen to it. I love to hear the final. I love to watch him do it. But I have no interest in learning it. And so same for, same for golf. To me, golf is boring. It's too quiet. It's long. It's hot. So video games, I just, I don't, I don't play them. They don't interest me. But what interests me is that he enjoys those outlets. So how I can play my part in being interested is I buy him stuff for what he likes. That's how I feel like I take my interest in what he likes. So for instance, I'll buy him tech stuff or music gear. I'll buy him a video game that's coming out that he likes. You know, I'll buy him a, a awesome golf club or a golf bag or something that can go on his golf bag just to be like, hey, look, I thought of you. Oh, I was at the store. Here's a cool golf shirt I brought home for him. That's how I show him my interest. That's how I let him know, like, I love you. I support you. I may not go out and play with you, but I I want you to enjoy what you're doing, what your hobby is. 
Remember in Ephesians 4, 2 through 3, before I leave you ladies today, is always be humble and gentle, be patient with each other, making allowance for each other's faults because of your love. Make every effort to keep yourselves united in spirit, binding yourselves together with peace. So you know what? We all have faults and we have to work with different personalities all day long. So if your husband gets caught up with so many outlets, so many hobbies, like I said, communication is everything. Let him know how you feel. Figure out how you can work on it. Make it a point to, if you have to, you know, have priorities as far as giving it time allowances. Like, hey, I'm going to go golf on Tuesday. Well, now you know on your calendar. He's got, you know, that scheduled for Tuesday. You figure out something you want to do, and then you guys meet back up. Communication is everything within a marriage. Ladies, let's use it properly. Thanks again so much for listening to me this week. I hope this helped. I love you guys. Keep sending me messages. I want to hear from you. I love to share it. It's a great encouragement. Um, Not only that you write in and tell me what you feel about you know, what I spoke on, but that I can share it and it encourages other people to get the word out. Thanks again. I love you guys. Have a great week.